Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And today we're here to cover Season 2, Episode 7, Set Your Heart Ablaze. The ending of this seven-episode film extravaganza. Of the Mugen Train arc. How what about did you it? think? What did you think, Chad? My favorite episode. Yep, yep. This thing's got so much heart packed up into 20 minutes. It does. It's crazy. It's... The most emotional of the entire show by far, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah. far, by far. And, I mean, I don't have much to say other than, like, I'm excited to just get into it. Let's do it. I didn't know going in, I hadn't, like, checked to see uh, when the end of the arc was. Like, I didn't realize that once again I would have to go and try and search for a third series page on my Hulu account. So, when I was just letting it wash all over me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the end game. Here we are. And I got to give the show a lot of credit. Now, there's still some funny stuff I want to talk about. There you go. Giving some credit. I didn't like how you said that. Well, I knew how much credit you didn't give it last episode, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, and you were right there with me. I know I wasn't. Yeah, I was, because when I tried to back off, I was like, well, no, you're right. <laughs> I wasn't right there with you, but I, I did agree No, you agree were right there with me. So I don't know why. Quit backing off now, because that is one of the worst traits a person can have. Is what? Backing up? Plant your feet. Here we go. No OP. None. How about that? That's when he knew it was serious. That's when I knew. I was like, all right, we got a situation at hand. Rengoku is bleeding. Everything is quiet. Dude, that's it. there you go. The silence right here with mm. Rengoku and the breathing that he's trying to do is just so sad and terrifying. Would you say the silence was loud? The silence was loud. The silence was loud. It spoke volumes. Yeah. I would even say that. Yeah, sure. A high volume, I would say. They're really building up the tension. Akaza tells Rengoku he better not die and then tries his sales pitch one more time to try and get him to become a demon. He says the womb, yeah. the wounds would be mere scratches if you just came over to the dark yeah. side. I mean, he's got a good... He really has a good pitch right here because Rengoku does not look good. Yeah, you. Uh, they put him at like the perfect, or Akaza got him at the right state of injured to make the sales pitch one last time. Mm-hmm. But now my question is, how would he do it? How would he make him a demon? That's a good question, because if he could make him a demon, wouldn't he just do that Yeah. without his consent? Right, I mean, the, the amount of times that he had like the upper hand and attacked him, like for Muzan, it seems to just be a, a blood transfusion, right? That's what it seems to be. Um, I guess maybe Muzan can turn anybody into a demon. This guy... Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, well... Yeah, I don't, go ahead. Keep your train of thought, sorry. I'm trying to think maybe this guy has to, like, uh, spit into his mouth and say, I don't know. Kinky. Now, I was thinking for a second there, like, maybe he's got to just be like, if Rengoku says, okay, I'll become a demon, he's got to take him to Muzan. Um... But demons can make other humans demons, but that's just by, like, scratches. Obviously, this guy scratched him up some, so why would he not already become a demon? Is it because he's a Hashira, and he's mastered his breathing, and can fight it off? Maybe so, maybe so. Maybe he has to, like, actually let it happen. Hmm, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure on that one. And And I've seen more of this show, and I'm still not sure. Still not sure. So, I don't know. Okay. Akaza continues, in the end, a human could never surpass a demon, even though we've already seen it multiple times. So When have we seen it? A 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 30 seconds ago? Yeah. No, I think it's like uh, it's like the good old-fashioned... Um, well, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Okay. I knew by that face you were going to say something that might have gotten us in trouble. So let's move on. Tanji is trying to get up, but between his injury and, as my notes have it here, Hinokami Jaguar... <laughs> Jaguar, um, Kagura. By the way, Kagura. Yes, didn't yes. know what it was. He can't move. He's just totally spent. He's tired. Yeah. At first, I thought it was strictly from his wound, and I completely forgot that he had used that form it, of attack. So. And it looks like it would drain you. Yeah. Yeah. It lo- it definitely Especially looks a, like a it noob. Would. He's a noob at it. So. What is like? Okay. What is the one exercise or something that you've physically done? That you felt like more so than others just physically drains you. You have one? Yes. Squats. That's what I was going to say. Squats are, I mean, those. that's the essential workout routine. But with these skinny legs, man, you do squats, it feels like somebody just put needles all inside your leg. And it's just crazy how long it'll last. Yeah. Like a few days. Um, yeah, good. God, we're so in sync. Tanji's, tr- oh, I already read that. Just then, Rengoku burst into flames. He says, no matter what, no one shall die. Yep, I love how his motivation right here, he's not thinking about staying alive. He he probably knows he's about to die, but he's just like, I gotta save everybody else that I already saved on a crashing train. Flame breathing, esoteric art. Do you know what esoteric means? Nope, I was hoping you did. Can you give me a definition? You want me to look it up? Look that up for me, Chad. Chad, look it up. I'm on it. Esoteric. How do you spell that? That is E S O T E R I C. Esoteric. Esoteric art. As I'm looking at it here, you can't spell esoteric without the name Eric. That is correct. So I wonder if Eric's are very esoteric. Esoteric art may refer to painted, sculpted, printed, or textile media what, representations. Slower, slower, slower. There was too many descriptions. I couldn't. Uh, um, I couldn't get it all in. Esoteric art may refer to. Painted, sculpted, printed, or textile media representations of esoteric divinities or esoteric symbols, ritual implements, <laughs> ritual implements, and furnishings, and halls, or pagodas <laughs> used for esoteric riles. Oh, God. Okay. Now... I think we and maybe broad or narrow. It says at the end the definition. I think all of us normal, you know, peasants have got this feeling before. I feel like you reading that definition. I've got a gen- general idea. Like I could, I think I could fake my way through it because I could just say, "Oh, it's a type of art." Yeah. <laughs> but now, do you want me to say just esoteric's definition? Because there's two different for esoteric art and esoteric. Yes, but one second. Okay. Do you know, so what, here's what happened right there. Let me break that down real quick. You gave me a definition. Just by the way you launched into the definition, I knew I was helpless. So I stopped you, I had you start again. All right. Then you kept going again, and I will say it took about seven, eight words, and I was really trying that I just, my mind, even though I was trying to put my mind to it, it gave up. You know that feeling? I read it, and I have no idea what I read. Dude. <laughs> That's the feeling I That have. is so weird about the human brain. Well, yeah. I was in it being like, all right, he's going to read it slower. I'm going to be with it. And in seven or eight words, I just started laughing, and my mind gave up. What is the definition of just esoteric? The definition of just esoteric is 
intended for are likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. That is a way better definition. Oh, so it's snobs. Yep. That's what it is. So art snobs. Esoteric art, art snobs. There you go. Okay. All right. That makes sense. It's because people call things esoteric that like that bullshit art that looks like, you know, I farted it out of my ass goes for millions of dollars. Right. That stuff's very esoteric mm-hmm. because it's only understood by... Okay. And then one other note on esoteric. I'm always trying to like um, come up with new names that should be a thing that people haven't used before. Uh, feet fetishes. Esoteric. Somebody that's obsessed with feet. Yeah, they, like, oh, un- you they just, just understand. understand it on another yeah. level. That's good. That's good work. That shows an understanding of a definition. Could someone be named Tarek? Uh, I've heard Derek. Yeah, don't say that like that's a groundbreaking news for anyone. Tarek. I, what do you think about that? I think it could be a doable name. Here's the thing also about new names and why I would never actually like name my kids one of these new names. Because everyone goes, wow, that guy's so esoteric. <laughs> if you start trying to make new names. Correct, yeah. Especially... Yeah, like if, if it's a new name that sounds similar to an old name, like if it's Tarek, I feel like it works. But if it's something like Terekophiliac, yeah, then that is where they go. They're trying to be way too esoteric. That sounds like a niche brand of murderer. Yeah, it does. It does. All right. Good talk. Once again, when he performs esoteric art, flame breathing... Animation, the music, they're bringing it all together in ways that I have never seen before in an animated television show. Yeah, it gets you hyped as fuck. And especially when the way that Rengoku, just the reasons you know why he's doing this, it gets you even more hyped. Akaza is getting horny at the power. I was a little bit too, I can't lie. He sets uh, his heart ablaze, this is Rengoku now, literally as fire spreads through his body. I like to think he doesn't get to fight Hashiras that often. So when he does, he's just so excited about it. Well, and that was I once. Okay, so you're going back to the other note of why he got horny. Yep. Okay. And what did you think about the heart uh, being ablaze, literally setting fire through Rengoku's body? That was awesome. Cool. cool. <laughs> that was so awesome. Cool. He is the flame. Oh, and this part is when I first got goosebumps. I got a goosebumps a few times this right. episode, but when it spread through his body and he goes. I am the Flame Hashira, Kyojiro Rengoku. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was good. And then, and then, if it wasn't cool enough, ninth form is just Rengoku. (laughs) Yeah. The ninth form, Rengoku. I wonder now, is that a ninth form that has been around for generations? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's. I think you can kind of make your own forms. Uh, So that would literally be like if you had. A move that you only broke out when you know desperate times call for desperate measures, and you were like, "It's time." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "No, don't do it, don't do it." And you go, "No, the no, no." Chad chart. You go, "I won't let anyone die." You go, sixty ninth form, Chad chart. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so much cooler doing it with one eye. Like the, just his eye being busted up makes him look badass. Once again, you got a weird thing with bodily harm. And eyes. Didn't you have an eye thing before? Oh, yeah. No, I just thought people look badass when they... No, okay, injured. I know what I'm doing. In Chainsaw Man, um, 
Himeno didn't. She had an eye patch and was bleeding from the mouth and nose. And you said she looked cute. Hanji, eye. Yeah, that's a that's one too. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I do have a thing for injured eyes. Okay, weird. You want, you want a? Uh, you're not for very, bifocal I'm vision. I'm very esoteric to that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and then Akaza does destruction, death, annihilation type. Which is a little bit wordy. It's one of those things where it sounds so scary, it's not scary. Right. Yeah. The move itself, though, was pretty... There's a few of those names in this show. (laughs) Rengoku launches in a freaking fire snake attack. Is that what Rengoku did? Is that what you got? That's 100% what I got. Was the Rengoku move a little snaky? Yep. I mean, there is so much fire, the others can't even see what's happening. Rengoku sets, uh, gets some serious cuts through Akaza in his arm, by his neck, down his front side. I, I love that shot when it exploded, like the fiery explosion of Anosuke. It's like behind Anosuke and Tanji, and he's Anosuke's just standing there staring, yeah, not moving a muscle, and they're just amazed by what's happening. Well, yeah, because they're trying to look on, and it's literally a, literally a fire tornado, so they can't even see what's going on. Um, and oh, the whole time I was like, get his neck, get his neck. But he just gets everywhere else. So doesn't he know. say too he wants to... Doesn't he say too he wanted to fight him for all eternity? Isn't that a line he used while they were attacking each other right Akaza there? Akaza did, yeah. Akaza did? Which is why... But that's... He was saying like, I want to make you a demon so we can spar yeah. for all eternity. That Goku and Vegeta right there. For all eternity. That's actually pretty bad. I mean, that's literally Goku and Vegeta. They spar each other for what feels like a, an eternity because the show keeps going on. But that would be sick, dude. Imagine you have like a rival where it's just so much fun playing against them. It's like pretty even, evenly matched, and mm-hmm. you just have them for the rest of your turn. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a classic uh, Joker versus Batman. Joker would never kill Batman because it's too much fun. Um, here we go. The fire, it clears. We see Akaza has punched Rengoku all the way through his stomach. Donutted. Tanji yells. Um, yeah, this is a pretty serious injury right here. Yeah. That's why when I saw this, I was like, all right. You Did you Chad, think he was going to live? I, no, this is exactly what went through my mind. I said, Chad, better hope to God that Rengoku dies now. After we um we right or we got into a little fisticuffs over Tanji's ice pick thing, and you were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and you were making it a big deal. When I saw this uh guy's hand, this demon's hand through his stomach, I was like, if he doesn't die, I am going to roast Chad so hard. <laughs> but we all know where it goes. Tanji's yelling. He's very emotional. Did- and you know what's I, what I love about this? You might I might be getting ahead a little bit, but Akaza is worried about him right here. Not not be, because he wants to fight him for eternity. He's like, damn it, just let me turn you into a demon. So we, yeah, like that's that was one of my f- favorite lines of this entire episode was him being like, what the fuck, bro? Like just let me do it. Before, you're gonna die from this. Well, there was that element, but it was also I've got it here. He drops his attitude for a second. It got more real than even he was prepared for. He begs Rengoku to save himself. But I also think it's because Rengoku, um, and as we see, is in a position where he could potentially kill Akaza. Like, 
Rengoku got the upper hand, and I feel like Akaza's last dying effort was to just do this move where he gets his hand basically stuck in his stomach. He like he basically put him in the situation where he had to do that move mm-hmm. to kill him. Yeah. Yep. Um. So then we flash back to young Kyojiro and also his mother, who I didn't think was even was one of the most gorgeous anime characters I've ever seen. What's up with you and anime moms? God, I love anime moms. Anime moms moms always die. How about that? They do always die. There's never an alive anime mom. Ever. God, that's so true. Hunter Hunter. This show. Tanji's mom's dead. Rengoku's mom's dead. Aaron Yeager's mother. I was going to say Attack on Titan. Is there Um, any alive mothers? Jonathan Joestar. Jujutsu Kaisen. Where is Jonathan Joestar's mother? Yeah, she's dead. Um, Itadori's mom. Dead. Dude, oh my! I think we've cracked the code. There's no alive anime mothers ever. When we write our own anime slash manga, it will have an alive mom. Let's do it. Okay. She'll never be in it. You can still tell an interesting story with a dead mom. Yeah, she'll she'll never be in it. She'll be in a different country, but she'll be alive. No, mom. no, she's going to be fine. That's okay. the thing. Don't. That would just be half-assing it. Our mom is going to be very present. Like, and we'll be able to write her into the story in situations. It's going to be an Aunt May thing where the bad guys are coming after her. Okay? Aunt May's an aunt, though. No, I know, but I'm saying, oh, like, okay, she, I see what you're saying. she yeah, gets yeah. in dangerous situations. So will our protagonist's mother. Okay. Um, okay. She asked for her son, or her son if he knows why he was born with greater strength than others. It was to protect the weak. He must never use that God-given strength to harm mankind or his own self desires. Now, are you, you know, it's a it's a decent line. I think there's some better ones here in a little bit. Okay, I mean, she's basically. They were just trying to. Uh, they worded up with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, this is what we want to say, but we got to throw. We're not trying to do that, so we'll just throw a few more words in it. Um. They embrace. She is on her way to the cruel embrace that is death. So, but it is wild though because he's literally. I mean, I get that his dad is probably a Hashira at this time. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, he is a Hashira at that time. But he's literally like a five-year-old kid. Yeah, and she's got she. To your point, she is anime sickness because mm-hmm. she looks fine. She actually right. looks, you know, pretty healthy and attractive. Yep. The only way that we know that she's uh, sick is like she's it's the middle of the day and she's covered in a blanket. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Aki's mother. What about it? She got blown away by that. Aki's mother died too. Oh, yeah. I'm just naming more dead mothers. Oh, There's okay. So I didn't many know what you were just... doing. I thought I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job. You're still think, glad to know I got your undivided attention. Rengoku, we cut back. Rengoku starts cutting through Akaza's rock-hard neck. Akaza tries to push him, but Rengoku catches his arm in his stomach. Ugh. Yeah, that's just... Oh, that's gotta hurt. What is it? Just like flexing your ab muscles, you think? I is guess. that how you do it? I guess. I mean, Ugh. I don't know. The sun is starting to come up. Akaza tries to take... Oh, wait. So, no, no, no. no. Okay, okay. My bad, my bad. I got ahead of myself. Akaza tries to punch him while he's slicing the neck. Catches the punch. Catches the punch. Then he tries to pull his arm out. Squeezes it in there. Keeps it. Ugh. 
Um, Tanji somehow has managed to get enough energy to get up and start running. I guess, I mean, what's up with that? I don't know, but it doesn't seem like he'll be able to do anything. <laughs> it doesn't seem, especially, I mean, yeah. he starts running pretty well, too. It's just kind of like holding his stomach. Okay, we got a shrug of the shoulders. I don't know. I'm confused. It just seems to me like if you went up and punched, though, it would be like your little two-year-old cousin that you know coming up and punching you. It would right. be no effect. It was just, I thought I missed something, I guess is what I'm saying. Because oh, okay. like, the whole time, like, he's trying to get up. And he doesn't do it. And then we just cut. He's literally running towards the sword. I was like, wait, what happened? How did he all of a sudden... Don't shrug your shoulders again. <laughs> all right? Be better podcasting. And Inosuke, that Dude, that's what's crazy is Tanji's moving right now. Inosuke has still not moved a muscle. Not a muscle. That's what's so wild because obviously he's been the one that'll go after anything. Mm-hmm. We got four characters here. Yeah, and at this point, like... When Goku, they're on even footing. Before, when Akaza was just doing all the moves, that's when Inosuke first froze. It was like, I can't do anything. He could be helping now. Yeah. But he's still just, like, frozen. Um, we're going to talk about that more in a second. When Goku's blade gets a little further, Inosuke has been doing nothing the whole time. I can't blame him. I would do the same thing. Because you can get caught up in the action so much that you just forget you're there. You think you're, like, yeah. an outside... An outsider looking in. Especially when they're that good. Like, you're just so amazed by what's going on, and then now you're terrified and amazed because you see that your buddy's about to die. Tanji yells at Inosuke, allowing him to snap out of it. He jumps up, beast breathing, fang one pierce. I got chills at that moment when they're all coming together and we're teaming up for one last heroic, uh, you know, attempt, I guess. Akaza rips his arm off from his elbows down and rushes yeah. to find sanctuary from the sunlight that is creeping up. It's creeping. God, and he, dude, just the the panic that he has is so awesome. I know that obviously he starts to get away, but just the sheer panic that he had because he was such a calm, cool, collected guy before this, but he is terrified right now. He legit almost lost right here. Mm-hmm. He played with his food too much trying to get him to switch over. Tanjiro, thankfully, is a professional javelin thrower, throws a sword, stabs him through his chest, and whoa, Tanji starts to rage. Oh, yeah. Like, we thought he raged uh, on top of the train um, when he was, like, attacking Thomas, but this, wow, good, I I watched this in uh, sub and dub. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went back and did both of them. How was it in the dub? I didn't see the dub. Dub was good. It's good. It wasn't like, yeah. Sometimes uh, the dub can get. It's like so over the top it annoys me, but no, it still gave me kind of like chills. I thought nice. they did good. Yeah, Tan- Tanji right here. It's pretty heartbreaking because he's so frustrated, but he's just so sad too that yeah, he's well, lost it. And it's to the point like he's not even what he's saying is just like. He let the emotions get the best of him. Yeah. Because what he's saying doesn't mean anything. It's all besides the point. Because and, but, he, but what I like, though, is the little look back. You're right. It doesn't mean anything. But the little look back that Akusa gives to where that the words actually got under his skin a little bit. Well, yeah. So I guess part of it, like, to me, it was just like a little kid being like... It was. It's not... Th- you guys only come out in the moonlight and we have to fight you and you're afraid of the sun. <laughs> Dude, it is, and that shows how that shows 
Akiza's mind too, though, is that he let something like that get to him. But no, no, no. What I think got to him and what I thought was the real substance behind what Tanji was saying is like, he beat you. He still beat you because he didn't let anybody he die. He beat you. He, you didn't win the fight. And that's all. Which makes, is still a little kid thing feel, to say. <laughs> well, well, yes, the way he's saying it, but he's Could not because, wrong. Because he's not wrong. But going back to your argument, someone should have died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone should have died. And someone did die. So Someone did die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, at what cost did he beat him? But still, it was cool. I liked it. Rengoku is the true victor. Don't be that formal. I guess that's where he was a little kid, you know? Yeah. Don't yell. Rengoku was the true victor. Yeah. Say he was first place. Uh, Tanji's not just sobbing, he is wailing. As the subtitles yeah. say, that's when you know. I mean, he's still such a young. He's such a young guy. You forget how young he really is because he's already been through a lot of shit. Which is how young exactly? Like seventeen. Okay. I mean, he's uh, that's to me. A young and age. To me, it seems even younger than that. But and Nosuke, I thought they did great work with him because he is just shaking. Yeah, you could. He is visibly shaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just that's shaking, right like with emotion. Um, Rengoku is watching all of this from afar, slowly dying, but then grins. He tells Tanji to not get so worked up. It would reopen his wound. <sighs> like, which wound? I get his stomach wound? Mm-hmm. He's got so many wounds, I didn't even know exactly which wound we were concerned about. Yeah, I think he's talking about a stomach wound there. Okay. And if anything happened to him, it would mean a true defeat. And that that is a badass line. Where he's like telling him to get up, kid. Stop crying. Mm-hmm. Basically like saying... He was saying that, right? Because if Tanji died, then somebody would have died. That's what he meant by that? Yeah. Okay. Well, just like, we got to keep you... Like, I'm already done. He knows that. He's got to keep him focused in case, I mean, something else comes. Which I guess now it's daylight, so they're safe. But um, Were you worried about Nezuko at all right here? No, I wasn't. I didn't even think about it. I, I didn't think about it because this was so emotional at this yeah, point yeah. that I didn't think about it until I'm um, obviously later on we see. But I was yeah. like, oh shit! I didn't think about it. she could die from that too. Um, he has to speak with Tanji one last time. We go to the calling card. When we come back, he tells Tanji to go visit his old residence because there are notes left by the previous Flame Hashira. Was his dad... His dad was the Flame Hashira, right? But he's talking about the one even before his dad? I believe he, so. But his dad makes, was a Flame Hashira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he must just be... Okay. Because he even talks. He's like, yeah, my dad didn't couldn't get much from it or something along those lines. Um, I was kind of confused. In the notes, he might find the dance he is after. There is no breathing technique Rengoku can do to save himself. He wants Tanji to tell his younger... Yeah, dude, that's what's so sad. He was like, are you sh-? Tanji's oh, yeah, crying yeah. to him, saying, are you sure there's not some breathing technique you can do to fix that uh, seven by seven giant hole in your stomach? <laughs> it's not, not this one. It's yeah. good for ice pick uh, wounds, but not, yeah. not hand wounds. Uh, it is so sad seeing Tanji like this, man. I mean, Rengoku too, but he's so cool about it that it's... Oh, yeah, this is the yeah. way to go out. Yeah. Just cool as a cucumber. He wants Tanji to tell his younger brother, Sinjiro, to follow his heart and do what's right, and for his dad to take care of himself. 
I am worried about that, by the way. Why? I I don't know. When we saw his dad or whatever, I remember just thinking, like, he was all grunchy and stuff. And then, uh, like, how long do you think it was since Rengoku left his family? It's a good question. It's had to be at least a few years, right? Because when, like, when he left, he was just then becoming a Demon Slayer, and then obviously he had to climb up the ranks to Hashira, right? I think so. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. Um, um, so I'm just worried. I mean, I'm sure his brother is a. He's still young, obviously, but he's probably a significant amount. Well, older. I feel like he maybe. What if he's like? Um, well, here, just tell me this, all right? And you don't have to tell me anything. Have, have you seen Cinderella in the yeah. rest of season two? Okay. All right, so I won't make you try and... <laughs> <laughs> he tells Tanji that he believes in Nezuko and he accepts her as part of their ranks. Everybody's emotional, including me in my bed on this Sunday Dude, morning as it, I was taking notes. This was super emotional. Yeah. And uh, I feel like everything Rengoku said was awesome. Like, he didn't say a single bad thing. No. No, like the, the Nezuko it. line, the Sinjiro line, even his dad, who was a complete asshole to him, like we saw earlier, he still said, tell him to take care of himself. And the best part is, we haven't even gotten to the best stuff yet. Yeah. Here we go. He tells Tanji, oh, this is beautiful right here. He tells him that if he ever feels like he's not enough, set your heart ablaze. Oh, let's go. He said the thing. <laughs> That's the name of the That's episode. That's the name of the episode. And he's a flame <laughs> He says, "This is what Hashiras do. They sacrifice themselves to protect others." He says, "They all must continue to grow and eventually lend their aid, becoming the next Hashira." Rengoku looks past Tanji and sees his glowing mother. They also, I think, that's the part where he like, um, he says, like Tanjiro. Uh, Boar, boar, boar boy, or boar man, the yeah. yellow boy. Yellow boy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you see uh, he literally Zenitsu just trying his absolute best to take me out of this emotional moment. Being Oh, yeah. And he literally met all of them. Well, besides Tanji, he met Tanji at the little exchange, but he didn't really talk to him. Hashira exchange, but he met all of them last night. I know, and that was part of the reason, like, where I was trying, or, um, like, I checked in on myself on that. I was like, okay, they don't really know each other but I think for these young and upcoming demon slayers to be you know taken under his arm so quickly he was just a good role model for like four hours right <laughs> obviously a little bit longer but I think all the emotion is earned um, and then when you see somebody fighting for you like that it doesn't matter how long ago you met him you're just like holy shit that guy's amazing Right, right. And so this is the one time we see Nezuko, right? Like, we only see her once. Mm -hmm. I still, for, I guess because she is just a, a, a sweetie pie, and I just feel like like I knew she wasn't going to die here. Is she just in the shade from the train? Like yeah, by the, the train the train's just blocking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, we see that our boy, Savior, is in it, too. Yeah, puts her boy. in the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and then this part here, too. He asks his mom if he did well. She says mm. she is so proud of him, and with a smile on his face, Rengoku passes on. Zenitsu says when the... Ch okay. 
I gotta get through this. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Vinitsu says when the train Uh, went off the rails, Rengoku used a bunch of his techniques. (laughs) (laughs) Used a bunch of his techniques. That's how we avoided suffering any any casualties. Like, I'm talking a lot of (laughs) techniques. A bunch of them. Had to laugh, had to laugh. But... (laughs) Had to laugh, but I am at least glad. Like, it's still ridiculous to me. But last episode, I thought it was literally just like a little kid writing. Like, it was like a Power Rangers show where it's like, oh, everyone lived. Yeah. At least they did it for a reason to try and say like, oh, Rengoku did all of it. And to, like you said, a lot of them still have smashed legs and stuff. It's not like he might have saved their lives, but they're still like pretty injured. So. So they're having this conversation with a dead Rengoku in between them who is still holding himself up on his knees, which yeah. was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, I think, did he plant his sword to where he's like... He must have or okay. whatever. I think he's like a knelt on the sword. But it was just, they literally do a shot where he's just in between Tanji and Zenith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, like lay him down or let him go to rest. Tanji feels so defeated. He wonders if becoming someone like him is even possible. And Inosuke gives the speech of a leader. He's he a does. he's a leader, dude. He's crying too, but he is tired of this can I or can't I talk? He knows he's like, he just said that you can't. So shut up. Yeah. Um, but, but he's still crying and running ridiculous yeah. while he says And because Zenitsu <laughs> points out that he's crying, he headbutts him. And grabs Tanji, telling him to go. Let's go train their asses off. Which, oh, how about this though? This is character development. Zenitsu cries the least out of all three of them right here. That is insane. What writing? I mean, we've come so far. Once again, I think that probably has more to do that he was uh, worried about Nezuko, who was okay, and Rengoku referred to him as the Yellow Boy, <laughs> and he didn't really see the fight happen. So. <laughs> Uh, Betty Croker soars above also crying how about Betty Croker though this was I forgot to mention this respectable enough to where Betty Croker knelt down or flew down onto one of the train carts yeah and listened to that entire conversation without croaking or doing anything (laughs) (laughs) so awesome Because yeah. normally every time Betty Croker flies in, Betty Croker croaks. Right. Does this time nothing. Nothing and had the wherewithal to not be like, oh, I've got to go, you know, bother Tanji or whoever to get a little bit more information or new. Like or, be knowing, like, or be like, here's your next mission. Yeah. <laughs> Took the temperature in the room was like, all right, I got the news that I yeah. need to take back to headquarters. Um, and I have confirmed that there are multiple Bettys. Because, well, Betty Croker passes on the news to all the other Hashiras, and that's when I confirm there are multiple Bettys, because one is dressed up like their Hashira. I believe the uh, the Silence Hashira, is that correct? Yeah. It, once again, you know, we thought that this might be the case, or I did early on, that there were multiple Bettys. We have a game plan in place for this. They will all still be called Betty. Yes. Yeah. There will not be any Betty 1, Betty 2. It's just all Betty. They're all Betty, so keep up. (laughs) 
it was great to see how all the other different Hashiras reacted to. I liked that they actually went around. You know, some of them were mm-hmm. just like straight up sad. Some of them couldn't believe it. Some were, it was just all good. Like, Giyu was cool too. I liked uh, the asshole one. What is the asshole one's name? Uh, I don't remember. You're, he, asking, he, you're asking the wrong guy, <laughs> considering I've seen him for one episode. And I don't know what Hashira he is either. I can't remember exactly. Is he the wind? That sounds right. But he, I mean, he seems like such a dickwad that he wouldn't care about it. But you could tell it like visibly upset him to where he's like, I'm going to kill all those demons. Oh. Where he's like pissed about it. So that was pretty cool. We see the master. He says not even one life was lost out of the 200 passengers. Only 18 legs. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he says, I will soon reach the end of my life as well. And this one makes a little more sense, given the look of him. I mean, his eye, like his face burned and all that. Beside the mom, she just had the the blanket over. Well, yeah, but it still doesn't make, like, this was still very uh, interesting as well. Because, like, I mean, just because the top of your face was burned and you're now blind... Like, if that's been taken care of, why are you going to die soon now anyway? You know what I mean? Or he's thinking it's, like, some special thing? Well, I just took it as, like, he that was a one-time incident where they, like, managed to save him. And now he should be, like, good. Like, it has nothing. Like, he's got scars and he's blind. I I guess I didn't take it as, like, an ongoing illness of some kind where it was, like, slowly killing him. Okay. So when he said that, that kind of intrigued me. That might actually be more to it than I thought it was. I just thought he was like so injured and so right. brittle that he was just like eventually he's like, oh, I'm probably going to die soon. That's how yeah. I took it. I, yeah, I took it more as like he knows something that we don't yet know about okay. why he might be uh, getting a death here soon. And also uh, he's with another white haired woman that I don't think we've seen before, have we? I don't think so. I, I noticed that too. Um, She's like a little bit older. And I didn't know if she might be the mother of, like, the haunted children. Remember those haunted children? I think one of them are here, right? Because they're Yeah, one of the haunted children was there, but not both. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's weird how they they always just have them in there, but we never get anything on them. Hmm. Interesting. Tanji, we cut over to him one last time. He's still grieving. And then end of episode, end of film. End of film. The scenery of the master, uh, the beautiful waterfall. The waterfall. God, dude, that whole area is just gorgeous. I would, I would kill to be in that area. That was incredible. I want to be there way more. I'm assuming that's over by headquarters. Let's take a, yeah. uh, let's take a picnic there. Okay. Right. Having a whole episode, slice of life episode where we just eat picnic stuff. Yep. There. Yep. That and the last sunset. thing I want to say, Ringoku. This episode, he's just a true hero. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't done it for Demon Slayer. You know what we got to do? Yep. A moment of silence. Patent pending 10 second moment of silence. If you're new around here, some people say dead air on microphone in a podcast, not a good idea. What do we say? Screw it. We respect these characters. We give them a moment of silences. The podcast hasn't ended, so stay tuned. Let's start right now. Seven of them, seven hundred of them under the train. So 
shares? I don't know, but how did Do you think he purposely there? threw them underneath a train? It seems like it. Do you know how lucky that one of them were on one more foot underneath the train tire? <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, is... Where are we at now? Because when I... Season 2, Episode 8. This is Season 2, Episode 8? We just did Season 2, Episode 7. Now we're going to be... The next one we cover is Season 2, Episode 8. And... Okay. Yeah. And where are you going off of that from? Only because, like, from where... <clears throat> Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, in Crunchyroll, it's Season 2, Episode 8. Fantastic. Correct. Um, yeah, so you watched the film, right? Mm-hmm. That is where the film ends, right? Right yeah. there, what we just watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm trying to think overall. What was it? What 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 are my feelings on it? What about you? What did you think as a one chunk film? I mean, I That's really right. I liked the film a okay. lot. Now the first episode wasn't in there, right? Um, the little, and honestly, I think and that I was, liked that. Well, that was one of my favorite episodes of the seven. Well, that's what I was going to say. That was probably my second favorite episode yeah. of the thing. Yeah, so that's kind of sucked, but just how the just being in the theaters for the the uh, the fighting, the action, and yeah. then the emotional toll at the end. I remember being in there like choking up a little bit. Like oh, God. like every time I'm in a movie theater and I'm about to cry, I'm always thinking I cannot be a bitch right now. I've got to suck this up. Right. So I had that feeling, like the feeling in your throat. I was and like, you went with your dumbass roommate Kyle. I did. Your dumbass ex roommate Kyle. Okay. So I had I had the feeling in my throat too. So I, I enjoyed it a lot. If you can get the feeling in my throat and that's, some good action scenes, that's a great film. That's big. That's huge. Yeah, I thought it makes it a little it drops off a little bit the fact that that first episode wasn't in the film. Because I mean, now looking back on it, Thomas was kind of silly, but Rengoku was great. Oh yeah, Rengoku's oh, awesome. Dude, that's crazy that Dude, the film didn't mean nearly as much without that first episode. That's what I said. The first episode's awesome. It sucks with that, but I I don't remember it being a detriment when I watched it. I don't know oh. if I was so starstruck by the the film or what. I'm honestly so glad that I didn't watch the film that way then, cuz I don't think I would have liked it nearly as much cuz I would have been like What's what's the big deal with this guy? <laughs> I mean, he was cool on screen, but like, think about yeah. it. There were like two or three episodes where he was essentially asleep. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Even with that first episode, we didn't get much of him, but it, they it was awesome. Everything of him. And was without awesome. that first episode, I, less than ten yeah. minutes before the fight, for sure, it yeah. seems like. Okay, interesting. Going forward, I am. So it sounds like we're gonna meet Sinjiro. I'm not okay now. Before I was gonna kind of predict that he might not be uh, that good of a guy because I was worried about Sindro? Yeah, because I was worried about Rengoku leaving, uh, the dad being kind of down in the the rough or down okay. in the dumps and kind of spreading that onto Sindro. But I'm kind of I'm thinking otherwise now. I think maybe he'll be able to kind of fill in uh, Rengoku's shoes. And I did go look at the series page because I had to find where I was going to watch the next episode. Saw where we're going to meet the, uh, what did I, I said it earlier, the sound Hashira? Sound Hashira, yep. <clears throat> so looking forward to that. And this is going to be big. I've, I, I'm so interested to see this 
latter half of the season, what you think about it? Because I, I really enjoyed the first half, especially with that first episode, like you said. Rengoku, one of my favorite characters by far in the show, mm-hmm. might be my favorite character so far. Um, I'm super excited to see you to see what you think about the second half. What did you think of the second half? Going, I mean, I liked it before a rewatch. You liked it. That's all you're giving me. I haven't even rewatched it yet. I've only seen it once. I know. So. Going into the rewatch, you just remember. I enjoyed it. it. I remember there was one or two episodes that I thought was like, all right, this is that. That's what I'm really excited for to see if you're like this whole backstory is not necessary. I want to mm. see if you think that. If you're like, oh, that was that really hit me. Okay. Because I know you've said that in season one about a particular backstory of something. I don't remember what it was. Well, they were doing this thing in season one where they were, um, like, right as we were getting ready to kill the demon, they kept going back and trying to show the demon's backstory. Uh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. We don't care. It's too late. Right. Like They did what they did. We're killing them. Um, but then in season two, like, I honestly am worried that I would have said I didn't, like, I would have been like, oh, yeah, the animation was great, the final act was great, but I did not like that movie that season two wow. was. Wow. See, I, I definitely considered it a film, but that's crazy that you would even mention the M-word. But, along with, paired up with episode one, it's a film. Okay. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. So, there there we go. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's go into season two part two and check things out i the biggest winner for me so far has been inosuke okay i was just about to say mm-hmm. and nosuke was especially this episode too just the they didn't do much with him uh speaking wise but just what he did uh in the last half of the the episode was just awesome and nosuke is amazing character zenitsu I'm glad what they did with him was great. He wasn't in much of it at all. He wasn't in much. Yeah, that's a, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, Anosuke to me had the best growth through season two. I think Tanji, the thing about Tanji is like he was already in my eyes about as determined as a young man can be. So I don't know what that looks like now that he's got even more determination. Like he right. was already the guy when they were all, you know chilling at the end of season one in their hospital beds he was going every single day and just losing or failing multiple times until he finally figured out the total concentration breathing and i I love seeing the emotions from inosuke that's what i liked a lot i know he hasn't really shown any of that but now that he actually has friends and stuff like that it's coming out of him the emotions and i really do think that there's something to him being a leader like Tanji can be good vibes, maybe be the best, but I can see this side where Tanji gets too emotional and Inosuke has that kind of, he's just built a little bit different to where he, you know, he's emotional, but he can stay focused yep. and get them all through that. And I'm so excited to see more of that. All right. I think that pretty much wraps us up. You got anything else? I think that's about it. Check out on our YouTube. We've been doing uh, some cyberpunk reactions. There should be uh, one coming soon, or well, actually, well, so, this will probably already be out. By yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Yep. God, we are so, oh, we're just basically content creators, is what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, we've so been creating a lot of content, and it's just kind of hard to figure out the release dates of all of it. Just mm-hmm. stay tuned everywhere, subscribe everywhere, public figures, follow everywhere at Ronnie and Chad on social media. Discord link in the description below. We'll talk with you next week. We shall. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.